بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وسلم وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا حمد بدو The next lesson number six and these are I'm just numbering them for the sake of numbering it's not uh, uh, in order of importance every one of them is equally important inshallah the next one is discipline as they say we must all suffer from one of two pains we must all suffer from one of two pains the pain of discipline or the pain of regret and remember the pain of discipline is temporary and then it converts into pleasure the pain of regret is permanent and you can never do anything about it the pain of discipline and the pain of regret there's a book by a man called geoff colvin jeff colvin g e o f f colvin c o l v i n called talent is highly overrated and that is so true i have seen this in my life so many times highly talented people but without discipline so every single one of the one of them every single one of the times they are beaten by people who didn't have half their talent but who had twice their discipline discipline is to get up every morning and make your bed discipline is to polish your shoes and keep them neatly arranged my father may allah bless him and grant him jannah every sunday he used to sit with all of us all the children and he would sit and we would bring all our shoes and we would polish them and alhamdulillah we had servants they could have done that job they would have done that job but no my father said this is something you have to learn so we used to polish shoes so brown polish black polish and for the sport shoes in those days you didn't have all these fancy sneakers and stuff you had canvas shoes on which we used to put chalk so liquid chalk so it they became white um brown polish cherry blossom polish so for the brown polish there was a a brush to apply the polish and there was a brush to shine and there was a cloth after that for the final shine all for brown and similarly for for the black all these would be lined up properly and then we would sit and we would polish our shoes every weekend uh this is what we would do alhamdulillah uh this is something which we learned from a very early age then we have um think about this and say um uh, what does your car look like right there are many people who are very kind and they are very hospitable and they want to give you a lift in the stop and uh, then they get very embarrassed because their car looks like the inside of a garbage can and they have to make excuses oh but you see uh, i have children so if you have children train the children you know why do your children have to throw things all over the car train the children why why are, why are you there right that is the job of the parent to train the children train them to treat the car with respect something that cost thousands of dollars it's not easy and you were able to buy it alhamdulillah allah gave you a good car and inside inside that it looks like a like i said literally like the inside of a garbage can 
So it's very, very important that you are seen by the discipline. Another example. I know many people who are both religious as well as, uh, you know, in, in the corporate world and so on, who are great speakers, who are great thinkers, uh, who are wonderful mentors to people. So they would give this fantastic speech full of emotion. The whole crowd is there, mesmerized like in a magic show and they are, everyone is weeping and sitting in a puddle of tears. And after the speech is over, when they go, if you stand by the door and say, well, what are you taking away from the speech? Practically everyone will say, oh man, you know, this is the best speech I ever heard. SubhanAllah, what a lecture. And no, 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 hold on, hold on. I'm not asking you for an assessment of the speech, you know, grade it from A to Z. I'm saying, what did you get out of this speech? What, what do you take away? Almost nobody will have anything clear, clear to take away. And that is because nobody was taking notes. Similarly, the same guy who's speaking speech over, people have not written anything or written very little, which is the normal case in most places. Now, those people, if they want to say, all right, you know what, I went to the speech and sure, I didn't take any notes, I didn't retain it, but let me see, is, I mean, where can I find the speech? Uh, I want to listen to it again. Uh, is there a text of the speech? Can I, can I read the text? It's easier for me to read the text than to listen to that because when I read the text, I do it at my own pace, I can take notes, I can underline things. There is no text. There is no recording. Right? Because there is no discipline in terms of production of data. Instead of that, if there was a system, Alhamdulillah, from day one, when we started uh, the Mahmoud Abib uh, Masjid and, and uh, Islamic Center, MHMIC, in Hyderabad in 2009, from day one, for the Juma Khutbas, we would have the title, we would have a poster, which would be posted online on the website, it would be sent out to the Google Groups, and there would be a printout on the Masjid Notice Board. Once the khutbah was done, there would be a recording, and I write all my khutbahs, so there would be a text of the khutbah, which would go out to all the people on our mailing lists. And Alhamdulillah, today is 2023. The same practice continues. When I came here in 2019, I introduced the same practice here in ISWM. Title of the khutbah goes out on Monday, uh, with a, on a poster, time and so on and so forth. Then Friday, the khutbah, the audio. Actually here I do a double take, which is uh, on Friday morning, a video of the khutbah goes out, which I would have previously recorded. And then Friday after the Jumar, the khutbah itself in the masjid. Sometimes there is a slight difference because I'm speaking to a live audience in the video, I'm speaking to the camera. Um, but basically content is the same. And uh, so that the uh, audio goes out along with the text. Alhamdulillah, between 20, 2009 and now 2023, uh, we have, I think, eight books, khutbah books. Each book has 52 khutbahs in it. These books are used, alhamdulillah, uh, for training imams in the Imam Development Program, uh, IDP in South Africa. Sheikh Bilal uh, Ismail does that. Uh, may Allah bless him. Brilliant program. I, I recommend everybody to support that program. Uh, then they used in several other countries. 
to trace to train imams and khatibs there are resources which many uh, young uh, men use in the msas in uh, the universities here in america uh, where they have to give khutbas uh, ready made stuff is not there here it is and they are using it all because of the discipline of recording of documenting work discipline is the number one thing that will see you through and make you a winner for the muslims who are listening to this i would suggest the following routine for you wake up before salatul fajr time starts one hour before the time for fajr starts wake up pray tahajjud read one juz of quran and then go to the masjid to pray salatul fajr and after salatul fajr uh, if you want you know sleep for a bit if you like uh, if you can stay there and pray duha uh, ishraq once the sun comes up all part you now if you do that you would have got in 2 hours at least of ibadah of worship of allah subhanahu wa taala before the day starts believe me your day will go as smoothly as you can imagine you are spent you began the day by making dua by asking the asking for the help of allah subhanahu wa taala by doing the thing which pleases allah subhanahu wa taala most which is his worship remember imagine what kind of a day you will have make this into a routine no matter what the big benefit of this routine is many times people say but you know sheikh because i sleep late i can't wake up early i said no turn it turn it turn it the other way around say that because i sleep late i cannot wake up early therefore i will not sleep late i will sleep early and i will wake up early now you might say well you know in the summer like like now in the summer uh salat al isha comes in at 10:30 and uh, fajr comes in at 3:30 so 3:30 3:45 so you're waking up at 2:45 and you're sleeping you cannot sleep before 10:30 because after you have you will sleep only after isha by the time you sleep you go to sleep it is uh, say 11 11 30 you go to the masjid come back so say 11 30 to uh, roughly 2 30 so you've got uh, 3 hours of sleep or 3 and a half hours of sleep no problem i'll sleep a couple of hours after uh, salatul fajr you still have time to wake up by 7 o'clock in the morning you can wake up and you, you've got your you know 5 or 6 hours what you like I, mean, i i am uh, i i don't believe you need more than 4 hours but anyway alhamdulillah if you can get 5 or 6 hours do get it it is possible to get this the issue is what is more important for you so i won't i won't go into the issue of you know supposing there are soccer matches you will stay up away again so on so on i let i let you uh, figure all that out for yourself as far as i'm concerned discipline is absolutely critical if you are serious about success if you want to get successful in life get discipline that's simple as that وصلى الله على نبي الكريم وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين برحمه الله